Hi, my name is Owen, and welcome back to Houndcast. Dylan Starr and I sat down with Abby Hudock, class of 2019, for this two-part Houndcast special. In this episode, we talked about Abby's local cheese shop, The Aging Moon. We also discussed finding the right major, Wegmans, cheese SATs, cheese politics, and cheese caves. We hope you enjoy this episode, and remember, come back for part two. Hi, my name is Abby Hudock, and I am a graduate of Moravian in 2019, and I'm the owner of The Aging Moon. Lovely. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, welcome. Thank you. When was the last time you were back on campus? Uh, not too long ago. I deliver a board to an ASA girl. I actually was an ASA. Oh, nice. So sometimes I deliver boards there in the Moravian Cheese College, or Club. Yeah. Yeah, they actually have ordered a few for their like annual meeting. That's great. So I've dropped off a few, but yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of changes, but yeah. Yeah, yeah and a ton coming in the future. Oh, so yippee. You'll have to like keep coming. It's going to yeah, be. Yeah, keep stopping by. Yeah, It gets yeah. prettier and prettier, though. It really does. Yeah, yeah, does. Yeah. yeah. And each season gets like just its own vibe. Yes. Every time I drop by Comenius now, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's so pretty. You don't appreciate it till you're gone. You're like, oh my gosh. A hundred percent. Yeah. So when you were here, what did you study? I graduated with environmental policy and economics, and then I got minors in communications and media and management. Whoa. That's all over the board. Yeah. It was a lot. So I started out as an education major and a chemistry major. Okay. And they wanted me to take organic chemistry and calculus in the same exact like semester. That's insane. So, yeah. <laughs> so I immediately no, thank you. dropped that. I was like, ooh, no. <laughs> and I actually loved, I was basically working full time at my job at a grocery store. Okay. I loved it. I loved the company. I loved everything they stood for. And I figured I could crawl up the ladder there. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to be part of their sustainability team or something like that. So I had actually worked with the store manager at the time to find the right fit at Moravian. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I started shifting my degree. And in the middle of my, you know, job at the grocery store is how I got the job in a cheese shop. Yeah. That's where all my cheese background comes from. Uh, I was just working at this grocery store and I loved it. What uh, grocery store? Oh, uh, Wegmans. Of course. The yeah. top, top tier yes, grocery ma'am. store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing better. Best best cheese department best there is. Best cheese department, Went yeah. Went through Cheese University. I actually still work there. I love it. Oh, that's But uh, I decided to take a step down from mm-hmm. my full-time position and start running a small business. And it's gotten to the point where I am just about finishing up the building of a cheese shop. That's great. And it's going to be down on the south side. Yeah, right behind Seatown, over by Bond Brewing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Super excited about that. Yeah. That's a great little area. It's a great vibe. Mm -hmm. It's so up and coming. And with a cheese shop, you need somewhere where you can park, but you got other things to do. Yeah. And there's actually a parking lot, like, right across the street and everything. So oh, it's going to be super convenient. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. And just being back in Bethlehem, it's nice. I actually grew up in Bethlehem. Oh, good I nice. was born over in Fountain Hill, like, in that big hospital. Mm-hmm. But we moved over to Parkland because I had ADHD and I was really struggling in Catholic school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, my parents needed to move me to a school where, you know, I could excel in sports and get the right support. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think really helps me as a business owner, like just being so chaotic. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much stuff going on that it really, I feel like is my biggest strength now. Yeah. 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 That takes a lot. But Parkland, I mean, that's huge. It's huge school. Mm-hmm. Huge school. And you go, I actually worked. I would leave after lunch. I would work 35 hours in high Where? school. Wegmans. 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 I got a work note. Yeah. 
That's great. So yeah, I was busy, busy, busy. Always working. That's who I am. You just started like right away. Yep. 15. That's awesome. Just, yeah. I like to keep busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I played sports too. I actually came here to play field hockey. Oh, nice. Yeah. I ended up quitting, but. It's okay. Yeah. You it's came. a struggle. You fun. I, they wanted me to take organic chemistry. <laughs> I was spiraling. Okay. <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> so I, you know, I was going to ask like. Was it a little bit overwhelming opening your own store and, you know, going into this whole industry? But it sounds like because you've been doing it for so long, it was a natural ease. So it's it's a natural ease, but sometimes it's scary. <laughs> like sometimes it's almost like imposter syndrome. And I know that's so like cliche to say. Not, but it's not false. No, like I remember I applied for the scholarship. I follow the American Cheese Society and I love them. You know, I geek out, I'm a cheese geek. So I just follow their Instagram, their social <laughs> media. I was like, ooh, scholarship, let me try. And then I won it. And they shipped me out to Oregon for their annual conference. And that right there was like, I even said to my mom, I'm never going to win this. If I win this, like, you know I'm doing what's meant to be. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, this is the sign. And I got it. They shipped me out to Oregon for a week long by myself for the American Cheese Society conference. Whoa. Where I met all these cheesemakers, mm-hmm. these cheese distributors all across the country, the world. Mm-hmm. I ended up really partnering up with, like, a local uh part of a distributor that's global they're like a french distributor so i really got some good connections Mm -hmm. and my cheese knowledge and i actually will be applying to take a ccp exam which is a certified cheese professional exam oh i love that you have to apply to take it and then you have to go to their annual conference in whatever city in america it is and take the like four hour exam you don't get your results for four months it's like the sats for cheese people honest to god the best part about this conference was, I'm not even joking, I walked into like a gym, like Moravian's gym, uh-huh. that size, in four corners, there's a bar. And in the middle of it is just hundreds of tables of people with free cheese, just throwing cheese at you. Try this, taste this. I'm from here. Here's a free t-shirt. Here's a free <laughs> bag. This cheese company, this sample, this cracker, jams. I mean, it was Oh, I, my God. I it, feel like they need a bowl of, like, lactate, too. Something. Like, I was just yeah, say, yeah. this is, like, a, someone with lactose intolerance. This <laughs> is their worst nightmare. Like, yeah, <laughs> big time. But it was crazy. And just to think, like, we have no clue this type of, like, program exists. Mm-hmm. And the amount of knowledge that it, you know, requires to take this exam. Mm-hmm. I went to wine school. Yeah, I saw you were a sommelier. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's a lot of fun. I went to the Philadelphia School of Wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith is actually out from out in California. He used to make wine. And now he's just doing this for fun. He is so funny. But don't go there if you get offended easy. (laughs) It's a little raunchy, but it's fun. You know, it's easy to follow because it's this grown man yelling at you. Like, but um, I feel like the knowledge is really what's separating me from competition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One, I'm a local girl. I went to Moravian, grew up in Bethlehem. Two, I'm a Somalia. Three, if I get the CCP exam, Fingers crossed, everyone, please, that I'm approved. But <laughs> We're sending you positive thank vibes. Thank you. We need the vibes. You have all your ducks in a row. Like I feel like you have thought everything out. But I'm not organized, for the record. I am the least organized person you will ever meet in your life. <laughs> it's um, It's been a year of like a process of transitioning into a shop, mm-hmm. building it. It's a really old building, very, very old building. The wall, the brick wall is 200 years old, oh, so it's crumbling. Yeah. It's all got to be made food safe. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work. And then just kind of having the year to break it down and focus on getting my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other goal for the year was to like set up marketing. 
become, you know, more prominent on social media, get more of a following. Mm-hmm. So I've been just trying to, you know, buckle down and get it done. Mm-hmm. Because once the holidays are here, it's over for me. Oh, yeah. Like, November 1st, like, this is... It's already New Year's. This is it. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm trying to have fun with it, but at the same time, I'm just the more organized, the less crazy I get. So yeah. I'm trying. Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, cheese is a large part of your life. Do you have something to, like, disconnect and, like decompress with so i work in seafood part-time just for fun money like just you know bills student loans things like that and i fell in love with cooking Mm -hmm. big time like i meal plan i want to plan my food get my recipes and like i like to use cheese in a lot Uh so it's a lot of content which is cool yeah and i practice yoga Uh oh great yeah a lot i have a lot of fun with that there's a lot of yoga local studios i try to jump around i'm a yoga instructor really yeah oh we yeah. shall talk then. yeah we should yes, definitely talk yes. that's <laughs> such a fun yeah. excited um but i also we just got a puppy so i have my own dog and my parents have mm-hmm. a dog and they just got a puppy so right now my time is split between making cheese boards and pulling things out of a puppy's mouth yeah but i'm having <laughs> fun sharp little teeth yes yeah she's so cute though and it was kind of like the perfect time to get a dog mm-hmm. like right before my crazy season mm-hmm. but i'm excited i'm just trying to keep busy because the season's coming yeah so i'm just trying to organize it. i feel like my hobby is my business yeah like the social media part's fun for me still yeah yeah i still have fun with that the other stuff i have fun with is like searching trends mm-hmm. seeking them out and trying to like get ahead of them mm-hmm. whether it's like finding different packaging seizing the holiday ahead of time these grazing tables have been crazy i was booked every weekend in september now october so grazing table is it just like a full table of everything just cheese meats fresh bread crackers honey jam are you getting like the jams and all of that from like locally uh some local Mm -hmm. some um like a lot of local mustard i have local jams there's a lady who has infused jellies with like wine and stuff but it's a lot of imported stuff that's being requested right now a lot of fig jam yeah a lot of marmalades so it's sometimes it's hard it's kind of just what fits yeah yeah, it's what fits and what works at this point mm-hmm. and what pairs, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose the taste of the cheese to focus on local mm-hmm. because cheese is an imported product, yeah. like, a lot of the time. But at the same time, I'm thinking a huge local section. Yeah, yeah, You know, definitely. really featuring all Bethlehem, all Lehigh Valley, mm-hmm. jams, crackers, even local fresh bread, local yeah. bakery goods, honey. I have a local honey company that I absolutely love working with. Oh, nice. So a lot of local stuff, but I want to feature the imports as well because mm-hmm. I'm a cheese shop and that's what people are looking for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Owen and I were talking cheese before you came. Okay. And he mentioned something about the cheese caves. Yeah. Do you know about these? Yeah, they absolutely exist, like, everywhere. Can you tell our listeners about the cheese caves? Yeah, can you give us a little history? Long story short, cheese is just, like, molded milk. (laughs) And people figured out that when you, you know, want something to mold and age, it's got to be in this dark, wet space. So, and back in the day, 100% was physical caves. But it's, like, laboratories now. And they call it caves. Honest. It's like I went to this creamery out in Oregon and we went in, watched them making the cheese. Mm -hmm. And it's like almost like you open the door and this big gust of like steam comes out, but it's cold steam, like wet steam, like a cooler door, like a walk in cooler door. And you walk in, it's just racks of cheese in there. Now, if you go over to Italy and you're talking Parmigiano Reggiano, the authentic, 
you know, stamped by DOP stuff. There's physical caves mm -hmm. with 20, 50 shelves high as you can ever look up. There's just Parmesan Reggiano. But that stuff is so, like, monitored by, like, foreign, like, like regulation mm -hmm, over mm -hmm. there, it's so specific. It has to be aged for like 24 months. You have to turn it this many times, wash it this many oh, times. Oh, wow. It has to meet this much criteria to get the stamp of Parmigiano Reggiano. Oh. That's why you can only get Parmigiano Reggiano. Like it's all stamped the same way. Uh -huh. If it's Wegmans brand, Whole Foods brand, all of that, it's still coming from the same cave out in Italy. Oh my gosh. We looked up some info and it looks like Missouri is the place that the big cheese caves are at least in yeah, yeah. america okay yeah so it's probably wet and cold out there yeah yeah which i always think cheese wisconsin they do a lot of cheese curds out there yeah uh, so a lot of their cheese doesn't need to be aged super long cheese that's going to go in like a like a stinky wet cave like that's going to be like your really ripe blue cheeses oh. or your really ripe like breeze <laughs> because nowadays some of these cheeses you have to do so much with them so out in wisconsin they do like cheese curds uh -huh. so in the cheese making process you curd the items and then you press them Mm -hmm. And then, like, as you're pressing them, the extra chunks, you know, they all hang out. Mm -hmm. And that's what becomes cheese curds. Mm -hmm. And they eat them fresh, mm -hmm. like, off the vat and take them mm -hmm. to the restaurant and they're fried. Or fresh. They eat them fresh. But yeah. over here, like, we let them sit for days. They got to ship from Wisconsin and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But those cheese curds, they squeak when you eat them. They're called the squeaky curds. Because <laughs> they're so fresh. Like, as you chew them, they just start squeaking. Oh, my God. So it's really cool, like, the different methods. A lot of um, American cheese companies are more, like, new age mm -hmm. um, just because that's how we are, a lot of science-based. Mm -hmm. And, of course, over in Europe, a lot of things are just traditional. Um, there's a, you know, that's why there's an American Cheese Society, and I'm sure there's over there a European Cheese Society. Mm -hmm. But it's really cool how everybody still makes and comes together at conferences like this. Yeah. And, like, they all just want to talk and eat cheese. It's like the United Nations of cheese. Yes, really. It really was. So is there, like, is there like politics for cheese? Like, <laughs> yes, there's is committees. There like, is there, like, factioning inside of the American Cheese Society? Th there definitely is. There's committees. There's, like, a main leader. There's voting. It's a whole thing. Yes. I'm I envisioning, like... The American cheese, the Swiss cheese, like yes. all of these like little branches. So it's like education or marketing, like that's the committees. But it's mostly about their big focuses, environmental focuses, women in dairy focuses, a lot of things like that. Yeah, it's awesome. I went to like multiple seminars on women in dairy, mm -hmm. education, promoting that. Like nobody knows anything about dairy. What's the industry um, like female based? Male dominated, definitely male dominated. Yeah, um, it the dairy industry is. Mm -hmm. It's a hard working job, mm -hmm. it, and like I said, it's science again, a male dominated industry. Mm -hmm. But the women in the industry are holding their own, mm -hmm. which is something you wouldn't see years ago. Mm -hmm. It's such a cool thing to see. There's seminars focused on that. There's research grants focused only for either, you know, people of color or mm -hmm. women only. They're giving opportunities to people who might not have had it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't have much experience in the cheese industry. I, I work in a grocery store cheese shop. Still, that's a, if you've been doing it since you were 15, that's a while. It's a, it's a while, yeah. but it's nothing like these these other women that won the scholarship mm -hmm. that are making cheese, mm -hmm. you know, as a internship. 
relationship. So it's really cool that they were, you know, spreading out not only to science women, but mm -hmm. to marketing people, social media based companies. They're they're keeping their eyes open on the whole industry, mm -hmm. which I feel like is something that we wouldn't have seen years ago. No. They're really trying. They are. Yeah. Like it's a women research project. I got the scholarship. There was a whole I didn't get this specialty scholarship where they paid for my exam though for the record i still have to pay for my exam how expensive is that hundreds of dollars like six hundred dollars i think it is to take the exam yeah, yeah. you really lot. want to know your stuff you yeah, want to pass yeah you don't want to fail yeah yeah and you don't find out for months it's like come on it's a lot it's a lot how um multiple choice open-ended like it's multiple choice i okay. i actually think it's like scantron yeah <laughs> But, like, the way they, you have to know every single thing, what molds go into which cheeses, how to cut which cheeses, what makes Gouda separate <laughs> from Swiss. So I'm actually really excited to dive into the details of cheese. Mm -hmm. I know the pairings really well, the food pairings, the wine pairings. I'm literally a wine expert. Yeah. So that's my specialty. So I really am looking forward to expanding on the, like, actual cheese part. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when I worked in a grocery store, your whole goal is to pair it with another product. Mm -hmm. That's just your job is to be a salesman. So, but I don't want to be a salesman. I want to be a cheesemonger. So I've been trying. We're enjoying it. It's <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of info. Definitely. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're lot. so enthusiastic about this. Thank you. Um, I you know, it's. I feel like it's so cliche. Like if you do, so, if you work in something you love, you're never working. It's so true. It's scary. I. It's so annoying. So I'm a workaholic, <laughs> big time diehard worker it's just like kind of where I put my value in my work ethic mm -hmm. and this is the first time ever that like I don't even feel like I'm working mm -hmm. and I'm like don't get me wrong at the end of the day I'm tired yeah but like the tired I feel is like a satisfying tired not like okay my body hurts mm -hmm. or my brain's fried like it's just kind of like wow I had a good day mm -hmm. it's crazy I you wouldn't believe the difference it takes just to do something you love. And it's so cliche. It is. But it's so true. And I thought I loved my job, but I was so stressed. Yeah. I was working, you know, 50, 60 hours. I went overnight for COVID. I went overnight for 60-hour weeks all by myself, work by myself. So, like, what, 6 to 6 type thing? Yeah. I would No, I would go in for, like, 7, 8. Okay. And I would hang around until I had to go. There was days where my mom would come into work to, like, see if I was still there. Oh. Because it's just, like, that you're busy. That does a number on your body. It does, but I loved it. Yeah. And they're trying to send me home, and I loved it. It's just what I love to do. So now the whole thing is I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. But it took a lot. Mm -hmm. It's the most satisfying thing I could have ever done for myself. And don't get me wrong, the people who I was working with, the people I was working for, were beyond supportive. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to sit here and wait a year for a shop to be built if I didn't have a supportive part-time job. Mm -hmm. They're great. They're supportive. And everyone's kind of just ready for me to, like, stop talking about the shop <laughs> and just get in it. We all are. They so, know, like, yeah. they're going to be happy that they knew you before you blew up. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, we've got plenty more in store for you in part two.